all the things related to dating. I grew up with college-educated hippies, making a new world in the woods in Vermont. My sister and I were two grubby-faced, happy frogs who ran barefoot all day and ate a lot of brown rice. My parents were a mix of artist, philosopher, teacher, musician. And the message I heard was, you can be free as an artist, but you'll never make enough money to clear your expenses. But you'll do it anyway and fall back on the satisfaction of fighting the good fight for art and high-minded ideals. But things were tight, and you could only buy your kid like one new shirt a year, and that part sucked for me. We lived out of town on 125 acres of gorgeousness, and we built a barn first and lived in that. And I remember sleeping next to the bathtub on the floor under the eaves, all four of us in the same room. And we always had enough to eat, and there were interesting people who came and lived with us, and there was a lot of love and community. And that was my life as a weird kid who lived out of town. But in town, at school, I noticed the girls had less mud on their clothes, like their moms did the laundry more often than mine. And they had new clothes more often than I did. Back then, the weapon of status was a pair of white Reebok high tops with Velcro above the ankle with the little British flag on the logo. And to peg leg your jeans and have the perfect fat socks scrunched up just so, to wear that was to be royalty down there at the St. Johnsbury Middle School. And I was always aspiring to that kind of status as something I couldn't make happen for myself, but vowed when I grew up, I would move to town and dress in nice clothes. I literally said that was my dream. So it's been a minute since then, and now I have a whole thing about clothes. In the meantime, I spent a quarter mil on education in a field many believe includes patchouli and happy endings, Truthfully, that was more when I did the massage thing than the doctoring, but it may not be so far off for some people. And when I began my career, I wanted to look just like all the other pretty doctors with black pants and white coats, and I felt appropriately dressed. But I've always had fancy taste, and I gravitated to finer and finer things. And now, much to the chagrin of my PR committee, I dress a little flamboyantly just to make a point that I'm not a stiff. But now I've even outgrown dressing for shock value and I'm picking out clothes that feel classy and it's got me in a pickle. Yesterday I bought a $400 jacket that's Austrian wool and it's elegant with velvet on the inside of the cuffs for only you to enjoy and I never want to take it off. But the truth is, I don't dare put it on, for fear my patients and friends will now think I'm the aristocracy. So I'll have to find a way of pairing it with something that doesn't shout wasp. And I try to keep my authenticity out front and keep it real with an edgy silk pocket square. And there's a thing I have about my status of myself at work. I had to leave my husband, sadly, because he could not abide what I did for work. 
and it made me question everything I invested in my education, and it made me examine whether I had any good ideas in my head. And I came out of it with the verdict that, yes, I'm smart, yes, it's okay I do this, and yes, it's a value to my community, I offer this medicine in this bougie environment of my little 1834 pied-de-terre. So since the divorce, I've made sure to remedy the diminishment I felt by my marriage and how I perceive the world thinks about me and what I do. So I got a Benz, bought an exquisite velvet couch whose nap feels like the soft nose of a horse, and I started to dress like a lady of means who loves herself and is starting to see the value of herself in her work in the world. And I got to say, it feels good. It finally feels like I have the appropriate clothes for most of the situations I find myself in. And as that base is covered, I feel joy. Like I finally fit in the strata I aspired to. And fate has been favorable and kind. And I live a charmed life. And just enough patience come to keep me alive I live a beautiful life here in my rented apartment with my leased car, dressed in my Austrian finery, eating organic food all the way from Mexico. I'm living the dream, and it doesn't cost that much, but I didn't think you could get out of coach and into the bougie car for under 150 k and I'm doing it for less than half that. So now, as I'm hitting my stride in my new fancy town clothes, I feel like a member of an important organization, and my corner office is conveniently close to my kitchen and my bed, which makes napping possible, the cherry on top of this little arrangement. And as I see new patients again in person after two years, and I open the door, and they look at me and say, oh, your red lipstick, you look so great. And I feel like it's okay to be this fancy, and it's not off-putting to those I serve. Even my smelly fisherman who comes in covered in oil will be fine with it. So this is the state of my emergence. And then I meet a guy who looks kind of simple, but he shines love out his face, and he's way smarter than he looks. And he says pointedly, It sucks when people judge others based on what strata is their home on the rock face of the Grand Canyon of our society. And then I wrote a poem about liking him and also looking down on him. And my friends were like, whoa, I didn't think you were like that. And I'm embarrassed because I didn't think so either. I mean, I don't see the guy with the sign down by the highway as someone who deserves my scorn. I see their humanity, I see their struggle, and I don't think they are guilty for their poverty. But now, when it comes to who I'm stepping out with, who has me on their arm, I want a man with some swagger and some status, because a part of me still feels she needs to complete her fancy outfit with a classic rich guy, like he's an accessory. What the fuck? What is the purpose of a relationship Is he my passport to a country club I won't want to go to? Okay, maybe for brunch. Is that his role for me? To prove to society I've arrived as a worthy member because a man has vouched for me? 
And ironically, I don't need him to support me because I'm taking care of myself just fine. And my baseline lifestyle is plenty nice enough for me. So I don't need a leg up from him. But I also want someone who I don't feel I have to drag along. And in all this, I'm flirting with embodying my femininity in an alluring way where I'm a passenger instead of a tour director, driver, porter, organizer, maker-happener of all the shit. And I'm rehabbing from relationships where I took the more assertive role and made life happen. I want to be able to lean back into a guy and feel like I've got a chest I can count on. And I don't want to feel like the stronger one in all the ways. And money and education in our culture is part of that strength I want to lean back into. And I don't want another unborn man trapped in their childhood, unable to break free. I've also been made aware of late of this unfortunate rubric, that no cute men will ever like me, and any cute man who says he likes me is fucking with me. So like, that kind of makes it hard to date. And I see I have set the bar real low for who I deserve to find as a mate. And so when a simple but nice guy comes along, am I supposed to take him because that's the level of love I can let in? Can I only be loved by a kind of poor, pretty smart, nice guy? Because people in a higher strata think I'm trash? Probably. I never ask them, but they probably do. Or should I be saying, no, I want a man I don't feel stronger than, and so I'm going to wait. Do I have to take a guy who's a little rough around the edges because that's what God delivered? Even though I'm embarrassed, he doesn't have higher status. And does that even matter? It's just dating. I could just date him and not turn it into a whole treatise and sign official-looking scrolls with a feather pen. Jesus, it's so complicated. But to see all these threads tied to my arms like a marionette, what is pulling me where and why, and should I let it or should I not? And when deep cultural currents like classism move us away from each other, should I swim upstream even though it's hard? There is so much at play here, and I guess seeing all this now, it's no wonder why I'm still single. But anywho, back to how great I'm doing. I'm proving my worth to myself for the first time, and in my domain where I live and work, it's a safe space for me to be me. It's a safe space for me to be and express who I am. And I'm loving it here, and I'm killing it, if I do say so myself. Sorry, Grandma Mary. Apparently, modesty is not my strong suit. So now, as I want to step out with a man... All these issues come clamoring before I'm even down my front steps. If I needed a man for my safety and stability like it was 50 years ago, I could have kept one I caught before. But those men were dogs for one reason or another. Bless them, everyone, really. So now, what do I need with a man? The experience of being a woman, not even sure how that looks, now that I'm out of rehab for manning through life, 
and I'm trying to recall how to yin it up again, or rather, yin it down. I want someone better than I think I deserve to help me see I deserve the best, like I would want for anyone else I loved. And that is only true love. And none of this other shit really matters. But fuck me, can he at least not be in rags? And yeah, why do I need a man again? Oh yeah, I need a man to show me terrain in myself I've never visited. Terrain accessible only when the heart goes to mush and the secret door opens and you go discovering glowing caverns new glowing caverns that are yellow like an egg yolk, where you know you're in the room with the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's the shit I can't do alone, and that's what I need a man for, I guess. Well, other than them being their own humans, with their own dreams and ideas and personhood and shit, and not just a toy for my spiritual sandbox. Poor guys, the way I see them is so fucked up. And my amazing sandwiches are a sorry small offering to trade them for diminishing their inherent greatness. But I can hardly see that yet. I'm just trying to sort out where I'm standing, why I'm in the rain at the bus stop getting soaked, and how to time it so I catch the next one.